From the Metropolitan Campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM. And welcome back to Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco. Glad you're with us today, and I'm especially glad that we have this next guest with us. I would have loved to have her in the studio again. It's been too long, but of course, this pesky little pandemic continues. So uh, thanks to the miracle of technology, we do have her with us electronically. And she has a brand new EP that has just come out. Uh, the uh, EP is called We Just Need Love. And that is certainly something uh, we need at this time of our lives. Uh, please welcome to Traditions, Efrat. How are you? It's good to see you again. Hi. Even, so even electronically. <laughs> You know, as you know, as you know, we're lucky. We're lucky to be in this pandemic in this day and age instead of the 1918, 1919 pandemic uh, where we wouldn't see each other at all. Yeah, that is very true. We would talk to each other. We wouldn't write to each other. We might write to each other and then two weeks later get the mail message if our mailman wasn't sick. Right. Oh, <laughs> scary time. It never ends. But less, yes, we do have this uh, wonderful uh, uh, ability to, to talk now and it uh, feels like we're in the same room together. Um, and I got to tell you, I am just so excited to see this new EP. Uh, and your last recording, uh, The Silver Lining, came out in 2015. And it's been way too long. I mean, that you, you made a real big splash, especially in the folk community. It wasn't your first CD, but that one really brought you to the attention of a lot of uh, DJs and audiences. Uh, I think that was right, was it right after you worked with Spite and Dival or during the time you were with Spite and Dival? It was after. after. I was with them from, uh, I guess, mid-2012 through 2013, and I uh, stopped playing with them early 2014. Right. Well, so, and that's when I got busy working on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, the, the, the lovely thing about the silver lining is it showed off not only your amazing skills on the violin, uh, your vocals and your songwriting. And I think that really has come across on this new EP. We just need love. Uh, I think you wrote all of these songs or, or co-wrote a couple of them, but uh, you're, this is your baby, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. There, 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 there's one that was a rewrite of the verses and then another one that was a co-write, but this is, uh, yeah, these were my babies. These are all uh, very personal songs too. So, well, we're, we're going to listen to a few of them, but, uh, you know, first you know, this, this pandemic, I mean, I, I, I know you, I know how hard, hard you work. Not only are you a solo artist, but you, you are with a number of other groups. Uh, you have, uh, uh, gosh, what do you do? You do a jazz band or a jazz group that you're in? And uh, well, I have a few groups during normal times. Right. I, run. Um, I have a string quartet, although we've been a little bit, um, uh, what's the word, on break. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have a jazz folk trio to quintet. And actually, I also have a pop trio, although lately it's been a pop duo with my looper. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole new adventure, the looper. Yeah. Um, so, and, and actually recently I started playing with a country, or yeah, playing with a country band. Wow. <laughs> so I played with them this past Saturday out on Long Island and playing with oh. them in PA. And oh, that's great. That's great you're out there playing again. And I know you also, uh, you were teaching um, students as well, but I guess most of that was stopped when this pandemic hit in 2020. 
Well, it was interesting because, uh, you know, all the, all the live music stopped completely. And actually, at first, there was a bit of an uptick in um, online students. Mm -hmm. So I started the pandemic with five or six. Um, no, it was actually I had seven, seven or eight students before the pandemic started. Two of them did not want to continue online. So boom, it was six. Um, and then I actually picked up three or four for a while as just around the nation. That was the thing. I had some students from Tennessee. I had a student in one of the Carolinas. I honestly can't remember <laughs> where. A student in, in Washington, D.C. online um, taking songwriting lessons, um, theory lessons, um, uh, and one was taking voice lessons. Um, mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool because you actually, it, and, and that was actually one of the cool things about the, this is, you know, silver linings is one of my themes, as you know. And and one of the silver linings about this pandemic is I think it's opened a lot of doors for people in what we can do with the technology that we already have. I yeah. don't think, I mean, I will never go back to simply live recitals. We've been doing Zoom recitals. And I already made the decision right away during the first one that for now on, even when I go back to live recitals, we will be Zooming them. Because it is amazing to have grandparents watching from India, from Spain, from yeah. South America. I always say that the more people a student has asking them about their music, encouraging them to play for them, the better. Sure. So we can actually create that. It's great. I, I think, as you're saying, the silver lining behind this pandemic, I, I think it really opened up the creative aspect from many artists like yourself, uh, finding new ways of getting the music out there and, you know, personalizing it. There's something, you know, Zoom, of course, you're not in the same room, but there's some... It's kind of like radio in some respects, you know, you don't really see the person, although I guess with Zoom you do, but you know, you, you develop a, a different kind of closeness than you would on stage where you see or may not see an audience because the spotlight's in your eyes. Um, but it's a different, different rapport. Yeah, and that's the difference between the different platforms too. I'm, I'm doing a show, uh, I, I don't know if I would call it a show or an event because there will be some live performances and some, um, some videos also have some people other people coming in but i'm going to be doing a, um, a live event in honor of this new ep on october 27th and i chose zoom for the reason mm -hmm. that i can interact with my audience actually because oh. i did um, my last live stream was on youtube the one before that was on facebook and both of those are pretty cool in the fact that there's a chat but I find that there's something really added with zoom even when you even though it can detract a tiny bit from the sound, you know, once you learn the settings, it's not so bad. Mm -hmm. um, it really does add something. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know about everyone else, but I am an artist that definitely feeds off my audience. How I perform is affected by my audience. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know? And it's, it's hard just reading the chat while you're performing. Oh, what are they saying about me? You know? It's a little different. Well, this, the new EP, uh, you were, I think, planning a, a recording before the pandemic hit. Um, way, before. way before. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us about the progression of this. I mean, with the pandemic, not always an easy time to release new music. Well, uh, yeah, it isn't, but I had no choice because I, this album has been in the making since uh, April of 2018. Mm. Although it became a much different album because of that. And I mm. already have the next album ready, actually, because so <laughs> I to, not ready completely, but um, uh, I went into the studio in April 2018 and the plan was to record 
finish recording in the next few months, um, uh, you know, finish it by August and release the following year. So I wanted mm -hmm. to release in the end of 2018, the beginning of 2019. And then life got in the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you, you, you've been through through quite a bit. And I think you, you talk about some of the inspirations behind the song or based on life events. Um, I, I guess maybe we should should get into it with the, with the very first. Well, no, let's let's get into it with the song called Let's Go. Um, I think that's a very personal song, but yet it's something that I think all of us can relate to. I know I can. I'm still working on it. It's, yeah. it's my mantra, let go, let go, let go. It's okay, just let go. <laughs> Hard to hand over preconceived notions, memories linger forcing my hand it's hard to recover from the sadness can't help to see through dark shadowed glasses does everything in sight becomes part of our light and visions can transform in just one night so hard as shadow what my heart says climbing a ladder one rung to go but I'll keep trying no I won't falter there's only one way to reap and sow cause everything inside becomes part of our light and visions can transform in just one Cause 
And that was Let Go, a cut from the new album from Efrat, We Just Need Love. Uh, powerful song. Uh, you were started working on that, as you mentioned before, we, we heard the song that back in 2018 when you were preparing for your album. Uh, but then as you said, life got in the way. So this is one of two songs that actually was written later. So um, We Just Need Love was written back earlier. It was going to be on the album originally, the, which was going to be a very different album. And um, so was and um, Fade Away and uh, Let Go came later. And mm -hmm. they really came because of what happened in 2018. Um, and then Let Go was a combination of the pandemic as well. Actually, I wrote Let Go at, during the pandemic. So that's my most recent song, but I had to put it on this album, even though it wasn't the original album plan, which is sort of why everything changed a bit, because it's what fit what, what's going on around us. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we all have our own reasons why it is difficult or isn't difficult, you know, whatever. Um, but my kid got sick and that, um, that made it, that made me look at things very differently. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Oh, as it will. Yeah, I, I've had similar uh, situation with my own son. You look at life differently. You look at what's important. And yeah, I guess as an artist, you were able to share some of those feelings in a song like that, and and and, and other songs on on this album as well. Um, that I think helps others cope with similar situations. When you were putting the EP together, we just need love. Was there a thought? to i mean because you said you had other songs you got your next one planned but uh, as you put this together w the choice of songs were you dealing with the theme when i originally was going to make the cd the c the cd was going to be a, a cd about love but about all different kinds of love and there was going to be another song on there called don't take my heart that i wrote for my son right before he had surgery uh. um those will be on the next album which is going to be the album about all the different kinds of love um, they're from, from love, brotherly love, uh, etc. But this album ended up becoming about surviving again, dealing with all these things, learning to let go and continue. Um, I might start crying. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's emotional. I think this sure. is emotional time in general, but, um, for me, um, you know, life gets in the way of what, of th that, those words come in, in the bridge. Um, and, uh, it, it was sort of like, really, the pandemic, this is going to happen now. I just felt so yeah. my son got um, an SICD, a subcutaneous internal cardio defibrillator on the day that they announced the shutdown. Oh, boy. Oh. March 19th. Wow. Or I think that was the day they started the shutdown. I think they announced it on the 16th and, the, and then it started something. Like, but it was the week that we, we actually spent that week in Philly. And... Um, it was sort of like for a year and a half we've been going toward this and it actually was for me a very um it was a wonderful thing to happen it was scary mm -hmm. extremely scary especially when i swear they didn't tell me this in beforehand they say they told me this but i swear they didn't as they're wheeling him off to surgery they let me know we have to stop his heart to make sure at the end of the surgery to make sure oh. the defibrillator works perfectly oh, so we boy. just have to let you know that and i'm like oh Okay. Oh. They tell me like we told you before. And yeah. you know, there's so many things you're being told when these kinds of things are happening. You don't. <laughs> so maybe they did tell me before, or maybe that's sort of one of their little secrets that they don't tell you to the last second so you don't freak out more than you would anyway. 
Mm. So, but yeah, that was scary. Um, but for a year and a half, we'd been dealing with this and I was like, oh, finally, I'll be able to get back to normal life. And I started thinking, you know, I was thinking that already I was glad that it was coming, even though I was terrified for it the month before. And then. <laughs> yeah, that all this. Oh, my gosh. I don't, know, I don't know how you deal with it. But the, I guess the good thing is your son's doing well. He's doing considering everything he is doing amazing. Um, uh, he's isolated completely. Sure. He hasn't seen any of his friends since. He actually hasn't seen any of them since the first week of March. I took him out of uh, school two weeks early because I was terrified of him getting sick before he got the surgery and yeah. not getting the surgery. So I actually took him out on March 6th. I showed up on Friday, went in early, went to the nurse's office, says, I'm not bringing him back Monday. She said, good for you. Yeah. Went to the principal's office. I'm not bringing him back Monday. She said, no problem. And yeah. you know they've know, they've known about his issues for the year for year, the whole year and a half because it actually the first um, he had he had some issues with school because of that he couldn't go out when it was overheat over a certain temperature so I had to call in the morning tell the nurse today he stays in so well it sounds like he's adjusting and uh, and and. I give you all the credit in the world for everything that you do, not only your music career, but for, for being a mother and being such a, a caring mother that uh, uh, my hat's off to you for all, all that you do. <laughs> well, I'm very lucky. I have a great support system. Um, you know, another silver lining, uh, best yeah. relationship I've ever had with my parents. Is uh -huh. And it's partly because of my kid, not because of what happened, but just because of him. Like, um, they adore him, I think, more than they adored me. <laughs> okay, it's okay. It actually works very well. But somehow, like, my I love, I adore my parents. My mother is one of the strongest people I've ever met. Um, but we're very, very different. Yeah. And, you know, we have very different ideas about life. And in, in some ways, I said they, the big things we believe in are the same, but how one should live their life, maybe we're very, we're very different. But somehow... My mom says it too. This kid is the glue. Mm -hmm. He is the glue to our family, and he's brought everybody closer. My sister, uh, my parents. Uh, uh, so. The silver lining. Uh, that's 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 lovely to hear. Yeah. For those of you just tuning in, uh, our very special guest today is Efrat, who has a lovely new CD out called "We Just Need Love." Efratmusic.com is her website. Um, there's some really interesting uh, songs on here, and I, I want to play another piece now. You're using that old folk instrument, the looper. Uh, <laughs> 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 now, I, I just love this. It's a piece called Meditation, and it's sort of a, I guess, a classical piece. Uh, well, first of all, explain to our audience the looper in case they, they haven't heard of this before. Well, there are quite a few loopers now, but um, basically what a looper does is create a loop of music. Um, uh -huh. And there are many different kinds ranging from uh, the first one I started with, which was uh, a Logitech, and it had two different pedals, one for vocals, you could plug in your mic, one for an instrument. Um, I ended up switching away from that one because you couldn't cut cut off one and one while you were doing the other, and I didn't like that. It would record both instruments. Um, mm -hmm. On the other hand, the one that I have now, which is a big old thing. It looks like a giant, it looks like a pedal board, like what you see guitarists have on the floor. Um, and it has three tracks plus two, plus this giant pedal and a little tiny pedal. And you can actually, it's, it's like a mini computer. It's amazing. You can adjust 
you have these three tracks that you can sync up. You could you can do things like say, okay, I want the first track to be a free track, which means it may have a loop that's just two measures long, while the others have eight measure loops or sixteen measure mm. loops, whatever you do create by stomping your foot on the little pedal um, for that one track. So as these three tracks, so I can it's great because I can build up something. I can create like the underlying track with maybe like a bass line. Um, I actually do a lot of pop on it for fun for for gigs. Right. Um, and I played at a country club last week, actually, with Nick, um, Nick Russo. It was a duo, and we did um, uh, Stand By Me, and I have a little octaver, which I use with it sometimes, and I step on the octaver, and you hear the violin, but you also hear bass, because it puts it down three octaves, and you go boom. boom wow. Boom, 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 boom. So I can put that in, then step on the octaver, and it goes back to regular violin, and I can put some harmony lines, so I can do some double stops, and actually, like, create the kind of harmony that you normally can't really create with a violin. Um, at least not at the same time as while you play over it, because then you can loop that to play back and create, you can either create more and more tracks and, and keep adding to them, or you can just play over the track. Um, you can add vocals. Um, you have the capabilities of adding pretty much any instrument you want in there. On top of the capabilities of actually taking those tracks and putting them on your computer and then taking them into Pro Tools or whatever, and the opposite way around. You can create backing tracks um, in your studio and put them on the looper. So it's it's like, it's a computer and it's amazing and you can do amazing things. And as a player who loves having strings behind them, but you know, you can't always afford an eight piece band. <laughs> um, I wanted to experiment with it. And, and it's turned out to give me way more than that. Not only does it allow me to create um, beautiful string parts behind my vocals, which I'll often do with a song like Let Go. I would record the, the um, I would start, if I'm doing this live for a show, I would actually record the chorus part first. And people would watch me build the chorus. And then boom, we go into the song. And then I, whenever the chorus comes, I add that part in and you hear the strings behind. So it's pretty cool. But it also, again, gives me the option to also be like a one-man band or make a two-man band with Nick, who also plays foot percussion sound like there's eight people on stage. <laughs> so it's pretty awesome. And, and people tend to really like it because of what you can do with it and the large sound that you can produce with just one or two people.
Meditation. That was a cut from the new album from Efrat, We Just Need Love. And the looper that we heard uh, uh, Efrat explaining to us before, you know, I the people say, well, that's, you know, electronics, folk music. No, two different things. But I always feel that folk music always used whatever instruments were available for the time and place that the songs were created. And I think if Woody Guthrie is around, he'd probably be using a looper these days. But uh, that was that, that piece is just so so emotional. Um, uh, now that was all you on that one, or was Nick with you on that, or any other any other musicians? No, it's just me. Um, just it you. started out with a theme um, that's actually I started playing it on piano first. This theme. <laughs> And that sort of started, and that actually evolved and, did, and ended up not being the 100% the theme, but more just the characteristic and the basis for the whole thing, which is what I do in shows. And often I'll ask people to give me a, a style, be like, throw out a style. And okay, I'm going to create a song in this style on the fly. And this was one that people really, this melody stuck. So it became an actual song and not just an improvisation, but it started as a on the fly improvisation during one of my shows. That's amazing. I I, I I have trouble walking and chewing gum at the same time, but I can imagine you playing the instruments and doing all of this on stage. And I've seen you do it. It's just incredible to watch and uh, just a joy to hear. There's another piece on the, on the CD that I'd love to play. And uh, in fact, we had the honor of um, debuting the song on Folk Music Notebook a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is an old song that you've updated uh, a song that was originally written by Florence Reese. Uh, which side are you on? How did you choose this one? Um, you know, actually, it sort of started because of the song We Just Need Love a little bit. Um, I was doing research for that song on protests, and I actually found a video um, of it being sung with Pete Seeger and, um, you know, some very influential other artists, or not artists, sorry, um, wrong word, influential political figures. Um, it was, he actually also repent it. He was the first person to repent it, and he was the one who made it a big hit. Um, he sang it on the march from Selma to Montgomery. And I heard it, and I just thought it was brilliant, you know, and I said, well, Okay, so I started doing more research on this song, and there's some amazing, like, there's this, I'm trying to remember the name of this rapper. I actually wrote it down on the one page. I can't remember his name, but it's brilliant. He does a rap version of it. Um, and there's so, there's like a bunch of people who've done it. Annie DeFranco also did a rewrite of it in 2012 or 2013. Um, hers was very political-based. Mine is somewhat political-based, but also I would just say world-based on what's, what's going on today. Um, I'm not trying to say that we need to be on a side. I'm actually trying to say that we need to be open to all sides with it, which is sort of what I try to show on my video that I did before. Um, I think it's a, it, it's just a very powerful song and it, and it resonated with me. And what I liked about it, I, I knew immediately it was one that I could lose. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there's, there's certain things, you know, you, you look for songs that fit not only your personality, but also your options musically <laughs> which side are you on 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 
Which side are you on? Which side are you on? Written for the miners, yes, the common man. And around the world we sing it whenever we need a plan. Which side are you on? 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 He sang it for the unions, he wrote it for them all. Cause Seeger knew that everyone deserved to stand up tall. Which side are you on? 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 Do you vote for money? Does compassion take a turn? Which side are you on? Efrat from her new album, We Just Need Love. And there's a wonderful video uh, as well with this. Very powerful one. I, I believe you edited the video together. Was that all you're doing? Or? I did everything, yeah. I did the wow. research. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, if our audience wants to see that, uh, I guess it's on your website, efratmusic.com? It's right now playing on the main page. Or they can go to my YouTube, um, youtube.com forward slash E-F-R-A-T music they should be aware there's actually going to be i'm going to release a video for each song on the album so um, if they subscribe they'll be the first to know when it comes out so we have four more videos coming and the last video will come out on october 27th and will actually be premiered at an online event that i'm going to host in honor of this ep to celebrate this ep <laughs> uh, absolutely. I guess with the old days we used to do uh, CD release parties, but because of the pandemic, it's online. So that's that's great. More people from all around the globe can tune in to watch that as well. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. Well, yeah, you, you uh, did most of the work yourself, but you do have some uh, nice accompaniment on the album too. So who are some of the artists that worked with you, and how did you get them to work with you during a pandemic? How did you do all that? Well, you know, everything was done from a distance. Um, uh -huh. I actually got Pro Tools back in 2018 when I saw a big sale on Cyber Monday <laughs> so that I could um, start. That that actually came not, not, not for recording my own album, but I had been getting asked over and over at that point, oh, can you record a track from home? Uh, no, but so I realized I needed to be able to do that. And that's why I got Pro Tools just to be able to re record tracks for people because more and more people were starting to do that. And then it became the saving grace in the pandemic because I was able to continue working on my pieces. And more and more people have created ways to record themselves because of all of this. 
um, which is what happened. Um, so uh, let's see um, if we go down it. Let's see. And, and I've got some amazing musicians, actually. So there's a lot behind them. So in We Just Need Love, for example, the drummer um, is Larry Eagle. He's an amazing drummer and musician. He actually was on uh, Springsteen's um, Seeger Sessions. Mm hmm and has a Grammy, is one of the Grammy awarded people from that. So he's a Grammy award winning musician, but actually he's more involved in this album than you would know because he's the reason I started making videos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we were actually on a show together in Florida and, and the show that we were playing together, which is the reason I met him was the show that is the reason I wrote, we just need love. Nice. So it was April, uh, no, sorry, February. It was Valentine's Day of 2018. We were in Boca Raton. Both of us were playing for a show called Jews, Blues, and Love Songs with two cantors, Magda Fishman and Randy Herman. And that was the day of the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman. Mm. Um, so it was, it, was, it was a weird situation. On top of that, right before the show, I saw Larry, who I had met a week before at our rehearsals, um, was running around with, a, with like doing something, but I didn't know what. And the next night on Facebook, he puts up this video and it's my big solo of the night, Besame Mucho. And I'm like, how did you do this? And he's like, well, that's <laughs> why I was running around stage. I was putting little cameras up. So I started, you know, picking his brain and grilling him. And luckily he was very open to it and has been very supportive actually um in, in fact would write to me oh there's this new camera i tried out you gotta get this one so now i have a collection of cameras and i started making my own videos and learning how to edit because of him and that also was a saving grace during the uh pandemic because i ended up getting work from churches and synagogues making choir videos nice well if this music thing doesn't work out for you you got another career here <laughs> <laughs> i actually love them both and i think it's awesome how congruent they are actually and they help each other you know yes. i'm able to get much more visibility by um, having videos and paying for videos is not, oh. it's not easy as a musician. So I don't have to pay for them. I make them myself. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to pay the musician. So that was one thing. Um, and then actually the drummer on which side are you on and let go, Gal Gershowski, I met because of video editing, because he and I were working together. We were introduced through Magda Fishman. We were working together on some projects for her synagogue. Mm -hmm. So he was doing audio and video and I was doing the choir videos for for a big project. So we were working together a lot. So that's how I met him. And I knew he was an excellent drummer. So I was like, we can do this with me. Um, <laughs> Michael O'Brien is actually the bass player on, um, he's on uh, We Just Need Love. And he, I met years ago, he's on my very first album. And I just adore him. So I always call him back whenever. But I wanted to make this a fun album and involve a lot of people. So I also had a different bass player on Let Go, Brian Glassman, who I also met through this Jews, Blues, and Love Songs um, <laughs> concert, which was a sort of life-changing event for everyone on stage, I feel like, that day. Uh, Magda got offered a job in Boca that, from that because of that concert, and she moved there. So, Wow. Yeah, it was... Quite a day. <laughs> so, and let's see, I think, is that all the musicians? I'm, did I miss anybody? Uh, oh, and then there was also um, Chris Harden. So I actually found him through some of Magda's recordings, and he was somebody, a pianist who records at a distance, and I just loved his sound. So I called him and said, would you mind? I got your name from Magda. That's great. You put together a really good group here to, and edited together an amazing album. Again, it's called We Just Need Love. 
And uh, so, so what are your plans future? You mentioned, you know, the, the release is coming up, but I mean, obviously, I guess we really, none of us know what's happening with this pandemic, but do you have any other plans uh, besides the online event? Not yet. Um, I mean, I've been doing a few gigs, but because of my kiddo and him being high risk and not old enough to get a vaccine, um, I'm, I'm not really booking my own shows right now mm -hmm. because it's, it's, it's one thing as a sideman if there's an emergency. It's another thing if it's your show and it's not sure. me. And I probably won't feel comfortable until he gets vaccinated. Of course, of course. Um, which hopefully they're saying might just be a few months away. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Okay. Uh, oh, fingers let's hope crossed. for the best. <laughs> um, but you know, I just couldn't wait any longer with this album. I had to do it. I, I, it's been waiting to be released for a while, and. Well, I, I'm certainly glad you did because, as I said before, I, I think these, it's a timely album. These are songs I think all of us can share. And there's a lot of personal things in here from from you, but it's issues and feelings that i think all of us have and uh you know we're going to end now with the, uh, the the title cut from uh, from this we just need love but um before we play it again i want to thank you for, for for putting this together for all you do um you know i know it's been a, quite a challenge over the last uh, couple of years for you but um you've given us some great music to to comfort ourselves with and uh, for that, we're all grateful. So if our audience wants to get in touch with you, where's your website? My website's very easy. All I have to do is know my name, E-F-R-A-T, and add the word music.com, efratmusic.com. But I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff over YouTube, so I really recommend people go to youtube.com forward slash efratmusic and subscribe. I'm going to be releasing um, videos for all of this, and I do already have plans for the next album. <gasps> Well, Excellent. This time. <laughs> well, we'll have to set a date for our next uh, visit <laughs> when the new album comes out. I also do plan on doing more live streams. I I, um, I did two live streams during the pandemic. I really wanted to do the weekly thing, but I just, with everything that's going on, and I found out that I might have to homeschool my child oh, for the gosh. next few months. It's hard to plan too much until this all blows down, but I, I am going to try and do some more live streams. So I plan to do those both on on YouTube and Facebook. So follow me more, see videos. Well, we will definitely be following you and uh, we'll definitely be listening. Um, I thank you, Ron, for all um, of your support and for having me here today. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And I know that I'm just one of many musicians who is so thankful for you and what um, you do. So, oh, thank so you. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> well, thank you for giving me something to do on the radio. I have some great music to play. And, and this song in particular, We Just Need Love, which is really the, the theme. Uh, you told us a bit about uh, being in Florida at the, the day there was the uh, shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School that kind of inspired the song. But I think the message behind it is, is really something that's uh, something I think we all need to hear right now. Well, you know, I think I've had a unique experience. I grew up in Tennessee with parents from Israel who were very liberal. Um, I was not in a liberal area. And so I, I had to learn how to get along with people who believe the opposite of me in many ways. And I think that's what we need to do as a nation right now. Mm -hmm. And that's what I say when I, when I say we just need love. We need, we, need, we need to learn to love our neighbors, even the ones that are different from us, and understand that they're dealing with hardships too. We just don't see them. And maybe if we can find some common ground, we can reach each other better. Um, 
it it was and I also want to say thank you to my parents um, so this was written on the day of the march for our lives because that was that was created by those by the Marjorie Stoneman students in response and I couldn't I didn't go I made a deal with my parents and they went instead with my um, picture in their pocket uh, I, I wrote this song that day so. well, well thank you for giving us this song thank you for all you do and uh, we'll see you again real soon I will stand by and we'll see this through everything we do is for all of you all of us everyone when you All of you, all of us, everyone We just need love Oh, we just need love We just need love We just need love Oh, we just need love We just need love And I'll be The blood of our future of everyone No, we can't back down We must keep gaining ground Can't give in to hate Lest it be too late for all of us, everyone We just need
We Just Need Love, the title cut from Efrat's new EP. And as you heard from our little conversation with Efrat, uh, I think there's some very special songs on here. And she's just a very talented artist who, uh, well, I think she, she does it all. She sings, she plays the violin, she writes songs, and she put together this beautiful album and also videos. Uh, be sure to check her website out, efrotmusic.com. And again, I'd like to thank her for joining us today on Traditions. It's always a treat to have her here, and we look forward to much more for the future. Well, I'm Ron Alesco. You're listening to Traditions. We have uh, just a few minutes left.